take two. We're gonna get it down this time. We're not the ones that screwed up. <laughs> oof, 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 that was so funny. Big fucking pussy. <laughs> and welcome everybody to episode 17. That's right. Episode 17, not 18. Episode 17 of the Chop Heads MMA podcast. Tommy rudely interrupted me earlier, so it fucked up my first take. Now we got take two. Down, right? Yep, down. So, <laughs> Tommy and Scoop are hammered. I'm sober. I kind of kept my head straight because last week we couldn't really deliver the goods. Even though, honestly, the episode turned it out to be good. It was good. It really was good. But I don't feel like I was prepared enough to talk about the fight because I was bombed when I was watching it. And I thought the whole time going into the episode, I was like, you know what? I watched the whole card. I'm going to be good. And then when we got there, I was just like, all right, now what? <laughs> so I decided to keep you know, uh, a level head today. And I get here and Tommy and Scoop are getting banged up in the parking lot. Like two fucking high school kids. Scoop is behind the glass literally because we do not have scoop on camera because he didn't bring his, um, his camera face with him. He got drunk off Jameson and he fell asleep in his pool. He doesn't look the part right now, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like Barney from the Simpsons right now. Uh, scoop does have a segment for us later and we're I'm I'm kind of excited to do it because I think I'm going to win. I don't know if we're actually keeping score for the segment, but I think we should start doing that. Maybe we play a little game where I dominate Tommy in all phases. We What is the game? Oh, we're going to do a little little uh, who said that quote for a UFC edition. Is this going to be obvious? Is it going to be multiple choice? No, you just figure it out. All right. Is it going to be like a time thing? Scoop, did you think this through or are we, or are we just... Yeah, I thought it through. I think right. you guys should... All right. It. We'll get him. I'm going to at least get him. All right. So there wasn't much going on with MMA this week besides the Khabib guy, which we're going to get into later, and Misha Tate and all the uh, UFC fight night. Uh, obviously, we're going to get into a lot of the Connor fallout. We got out of hospital on my birthday. What else do we got? Do you think uh, it was breaking news that it was Connor's birthday? Tommy has the worst jokes he by said this far. last week. It, yeah, two for two. I might have edited that shitty joke out last week, though. No. Is it really shitty, though? It is. It's not. It's, is it? Yeah. I don't think it is. All right. Um, what else do I got here? It, there really wasn't much going on for my week besides uh, slaving over a computer and helping out these college kids get paid finally. Um, we got a lot of Rutgers wrestlers coming on board, Rutgers football players coming mm-hmm. on board. So go check out the, the online store, chopsports.shop. And yeah, I think I'm going to get the Paz shirt. You got to get the Paz shirt. I just ordered 30 Paz shirts for a wrestling camp that he's nice. doing on the 29th. Or wait, he's doing it on Wednesday. And then I got to order another 40 for the wrestling camp. So Paz is actually uh, pumping out shirts. Paz is doing well. What more shirts than Jimmy Palumbo over here? Honestly, he. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to say this right now. If you are a Colonia High School you, graduate and you do not have a Paz shirt, specifically if you wrestled for Colonia. Yeah. You got to have a pie yeah. shirt. Scoop, you don't have a pie shirt. I didn't see any orders. Tommy, I did, however, see a, uh, an abandoned cart. What's that about? Dude, I, I went on today and I looked at, I, I got a, a, an email from my online store merchant, you know, whatever, back door, little back door action. And it said, reduce abandoned carts. And it said, click here to learn more. So I clicked there. And whose name do I see on the abandoned carts? A one Tommy Thomas DeJohn. What was on the cart? What was in there? I don't know. 
It wouldn't show me what was in the cart. That was me looking at shirts. Like, it weren't going in a cart. No, you added it to your cart. That's the only way that you could have an abandoned cart. I know how that works. So Tommy got cheap on us. What did you see? The shipping cost, Tommy? And it was... No. Do you need us to do a GoFundMe really quick for the shirt? Tommy, how much? You remember to lend you $4.90 for shipping? No, I'm trying Tommy's to think. actually getting offended right no, now. No, because I'm, I'm trying to Just think. Like, I don't remember putting anything Honestly, in the car. Honestly, it might have been a shirt that you ended up buying a later Oh, definitely, because I've... What, bought three since you've had the store? And and honestly, he couldn't buy them in the beginning because we didn't make 4X. So now oh! Tommy's been on a diet. He's got his black shirt on, so he looks even more svelte with the black backdrop. Right? Say hi to the people, Tommy. What's up, everybody? So Tommy's looking real svelte. He didn't wear his Chop Heads MMA shirt today. Neither did I, I wore it yesterday, actually. I, to the, uh, I wore it to the barbecue yesterday. When we were in the parking lot earlier, I'm like, Tommy, how much do you think I weigh? He's like 248. I'm like, all right, what the fuck? 225 but that's that's just how you know i need to so go to total the gym. combined weight i need to go to the gym that's what total combined weight is this the natural disasters that i'm sitting across probably. right now we're in, the, we're in the heavyweight division over here probably <laughs> yeah you're you're and definitely you're orange cast i'm in the heavyweight he's in the super heavyweight you're you're fighting um john jones definitely <laughs> like right now you're walking around at john jones weight john jones tommy you're walking around at Nganu weight yeah you're both in deep we, we, deep, we deep both do not but who am i like kidding them. i'm walking around at usman weight right now so <laughs> i'm dead too he looks like orange cassidy doesn't he uh, that's funny though usman would have a field day with me but you know who i am gonna take down Paz is going to um, feel the wrath. I might lateral drop him, take his national. <laughs> I might just take his All-American shirt and put my name on it, put my face on it. And when is this supposed to be happening? No, I'm just joking. I hope no, Paz listens happen. because then he'll – maybe I'll get to see Paz be mean for once because I swear to God he's the nicest person I've ever talked to in my entire life. Because he doesn't have to be mean. He's that much of a badass. Yeah. I, I mean, no, but I've watched a few college interviews with a lot of the kids that are ranked in, around where he's ranked, and they're all – I wouldn't say they're, you know, they're they're cocky. They're a little more playing arrogant. the part. Yeah, playing the part up. Pause. You wouldn't know. He's a very confident guy. I'll tell you that. But he is definitely one of the. He's probably the nicest person I've ever met. So he's the wrestling sage Northcut. Oh no no no! Because he's Gee actually, Willikers, Mister well, Gucci. No, I don't think not, I want to take you down. That, he's not <laughs> Andrew Luck. He's not that nice, but. The, the difference is that one guy cannot wrestle. <laughs> you know, I think Paz would beat the shit out of Northcutt right now. Oh, God. Like, yeah. without question. So, oh, without even, yeah. All right, moving on. No no, no more uh, talking about me taking Paz down. <laughs> We're going to move on. Also, I would be remiss to mention, if I did not mention that it was also my nephew's birthday. I just came from his little pool party. Um, all those little kids do is talk shit to each other. They're the meanest people <laughs> that I've ever heard in my entire life. It's got, kids today, dude. Bro, it's bad. Bad. Happy birthday. And he got it. I wouldn't say he got it the worst because they all give it and, you know, but it's his birthday and they were fucking going in on him. And then I heard them talking shit to my niece, so I had to dunk a couple kids under the water because I'm not playing that <laughs> shit. All right? You don't talk shit about my niece when I'm there. And even if it's her brothers, they they give her a hard time, so I had to let them know as well. So, pause. You know, I've been training and fucking... <laughs> been taking down uh my 12 year old nephews and 11 year old nephews so better watch your fucking back um you got anything else for this smooth intro that we did today i'm good you i, I know okay. scoops good. Got i'm not nothing. fucking asking you scoop he's like uh i'm good yep. look <laughs> um i know scoop is is not with us yeah, right now so that's barely, what i'm getting barely with us um Tommy. yeah no it was a pretty good week uh you know like you said, been hitting the gym, 
every single day, a couple hours a day, feeling pretty good, and then got completely annihilated yesterday. And today. And today. <laughs> and today. <laughs> Scoop's contribution. Yeah. Thanks, Scoop. All right, everybody. This week's Reverend Rundown is brought to you by Fightbook MMA, your worldwide leader in combat sports, health and fitness, and pro wrestling news. You can find them at www.fightbookmma.com and on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and indeed at Fightbook MMA. It's time for the Reverend's Rundown. Who the fuck is that guy? UFC International Fight Week is scheduled for September 21st through the 25th. Gapping off International Fight Week is UFC 266. Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler 2 is finally signed, sealed, and delivered, ready for the main card for UFC 266. In a recent interview posted by Fightbook MMA owner Roberto Hilla, Mark the Hammer Coleman was interviewed on Fighter Pay, in which he responded, I'm sure in time these guys will be making more money, but right now... These fighters are being paid very well. Dustin Poirier was showing off the $250,000 Sleeping McGregor chain that was sent to him by the cornball from YouTube, Jake Paul. Manager Ali Alabdezi was playing matchmaker this past week in a recent interview, saying that after Sugar Show, Sean O'Malley really is a world-class fighter, he should take a fight with UFC legend Frankie Edgar. Nelly Gonzalez... The Khabib superfan who was waiting outside the Performance Center this week to take a photo with him not only got to meet Dana White and Khabib, she got to take that photo with her favorite fighter and was given a seat inside the Apex for ESPN Fight Night 26. ESPN Fight Night 26 results. Amanda Lemos and Montserrat Ruiz made UFC history by being the 500 women... Amanda Lemos and Montserrat Ruiz made UFC history by being the 500th women's fight in the UFC. Then Amanda Lemos scored the second fastest knockout in strawweight history by defeating Ruiz in 35 seconds of the first round. Daniel Rodriguez scores a first round knockout over Preston Parsons. On to the main card. Billy Quarantillo puts on a clinic by defeating Gabriel Benitez in the third round. Rodolfo Vieira submits Dustin Stoltenfuss by submission in the third round. Jeremy Stevens got submitted by a textbook Kimura by ground specialist Matsu- Matsuz Gamrat in the first round. Marion Renault welcomed the former champion Misha Tate back to the UFC after a five-year layoff. Tate finished the fight in the third round by ref stoppage at the age of 44 and now a 9-8 record. Renault has finally retired from NMA. In the main event, Islam Makiev, as Chris likes to call him, the Khabib guy, submitted tough jiu-jitsu black belt Thiago Moises in the fourth round. A top 15 will definitely be in Makiev's future. And finally, Dana White's Contender Series debuts this August 31st only on ESPN+. That is your Reverend's Rundown. Back to you, Chris Gucci. All right. It was not bad. <laughs> It was a little long. It was, it was rough, but there was a lot to go over. Not really. You didn't have to fucking say it. all the things you said. Bullshit. Because you, you talk a little too much about things that are really good content for the actual podcast. And if he looks down, at, it, this is the problem that I think me and Tommy have, is that he we don't really talk enough during the week. <laughs> no. Right? 
when you're doing your reverence rundown, you need to fucking send me the, the reverence rundown so I can be like, okay, don't do this, don't do that. And then what happens is he gets here and his rundown is fucking four pages long. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to make him feel bad and make him omit a bunch of things. But as usual, I have some notes. That's not my notes. Don't worry. All right. So the Connor chain, obviously that's finally, I guess, some payback for Connor not paying his, uh, what's it, the... Five, it was 500 grand he was supposed to pay I think it was a, like that. Yeah, he was supposed to pay 500 grand but I think that's a hundred thousand dollar chain what's the Dustin Poirier charity I don't want to talk about it and not give it give it a shout no I'll look it up Scoop will be with us in about 30 minutes with the mm-hmm. fucking Dustin Poirier charity he's trying to, he's right, trying so, to see his phone I'm trying to think of what else oh bro did you watch the interpreter of that fight hey Donna Mick I wanna fight October I'm gonna present myself my name is Amanda Lemos. I'm gonna be UFC champion. You can put whatever you wanna on Fight Island on October. No matter, because the two girls do not accept to fight against her. Two top five. He was intense, that wasn't was crazy. he? Crazy. First of all, it was, Black Beast said it. He was like, "There's no way that she said all that." <laughs> he, he pretty much called out uh, the entire UFC Everybody? division. Yeah. Dana White, Fight Island, you name it. But that guy was pumped, man. He, yeah. Maybe more. Is she Brazilian? Yes. I think he should he was No. He, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. But you know what he was? A fucking excellent hype man. Yeah. Hire him for our well, show. Well, dude, he's her we manager. We don't promote shit. He's her manager, promoter, uh, interpreter. Like, he's he wears many, many hats for her. Um, many, many hats for her. Billy Quarantillo. Quarantillo. I guess he says Quarantillo. But it's Quarantillo. Yeah. Um, he put out a fucking clinic. But he almost got stopped in the last round. I wouldn't say stopped because he fought right through it, but he got dropped. And it was in one second there. I was like, oh, my God, is this is this guy going to turn it around? Yeah, I wasn't really worried, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he fucking... That other guy's face was a mess, though. Yeah. Tough as hell. Tough as hell, but he just didn't have it. And Daniel Rodriguez, 5-1 and one in the UFC with a big win over Perry in, I think, his last fight. But now he's 5-1, and one, and we're talking about guys like Islam Makachev finally getting a top 15 opponent. Like... That guy should get a top 15 opponent. Makachev should have been fighting top 15 opponents long ago. And well, we're it's gonna, not his fault, though, because oh, nobody wants to fight it. him. We're going to get into that. And honestly, I have the same things to say about uh, Sugar Show. and Sugar Show. Sugar Show. Sugar Show. Sugar Show. I have the same things to say about O'Malley, and I'm a big fan. So you need to fucking kind of pony up and agree with me that Makachev has been fucking fed uh, cans his whole career up to this point. And I know what you're going to say. We're going to actually, you know what? I mean, they talked about that at nausea. We're going to talk about this at the very end of the episode. So I'm not going to get too much into the Khabib guy. And thank God that you redeemed yourself because as I'm reading the notes, you put Khabib guy in parentheses and I was about to fucking take your head off for stealing my joke. That's my joke, motherfucker. But you did give me a little bit of credit on it. He's like, as Chris likes to call him the Khabib. Well, that's, that's kind of the whole point. Yeah. So I was wondering if Tommy was going to actually come in and hijack him and say the Khabib guy without, without you know, no, elevating man. me as the... I don't plagiarize. Um, what else is... What other notes do I got? Nothing that we won't be talking about. I guess since you brought it up, I'll, I'll kind of rearrange my segments now. And we're going to go Nick Diaz fucking Robbie Lawler. Stockton, motherfucker. Stockton. And he starts walking around. Stockton, mother... And Robbie's like, what the fuck is he talking yeah, about? What does that even mean? The entire time the fight is going on. Like, what, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? And then he hit him. Oh, bitch, I just stung you, bitch. And he'd be popping him. Yeah, I've been calling that since the Anderson fight. Nick Diaz can't come back against a, a true top contender right away. 
you know, if he wins this fight, he might get a title shot. That's I was thinking the same thing. I could definitely see Dana White doing something like that. And people will be will be mad, probably. But at the I same don't know, time, man. When it comes time, to the Diaz brothers, yeah, for whatever reason, everybody gets behind it. That said, he hasn't fought in six years. If he comes back and beats Robbie Lawler, has Robbie won in his last two fights? He fought Kobe Covington after his knee surgery, and he so lost. I don't that. think Robbie's on a on a streak. So there's no. nothing. There's nothing that coming off a Lawler win it should do for Diaz. But Nick Diaz is going to sell a fucking insane amount of tickets. So mm-hmm. that's what the UFC would be thinking. But even so, even so, I still think there's other big fights out there that you could put Diaz up against a Masvidal, and it would sell more than a Diaz Usman fight. I'm just very interested to see. I mean, he's always had the greatest conditioning to begin with, right? But his body now. He's like ripped and chiseled, so I'm interested to see how much power he's got, how much more power he's got now. Tommy's now officially a uh, Diaz Brothers fan, and he won't admit to me now, or hopefully he will, that he used to hate the Diaz Brothers. I've never denied that I hated the Diaz Brothers. You denied <laughs> that you hated the Diaz Brothers like four episodes ago. Where I come from, you know, people like that get slapped. So I'm going to find that clip. You have to find that clip. I'm gonna, if I find that clip, I'm putting it in. And it what was- I What I've said was... I liked Nate more than Nick because Nate would just fight whoever. Um, Nick would also fight whoever. But here's another another reason why you got to give Nick a lot more credit than you you ever did in the past because the reason why these guys now are getting five-round fights, I wouldn't say the reason, but the Diaz brothers were the first guys. Nick specifically was the first non-champion to get a pay-per-view points negotiated into his contract right so he changed the game now that that precedent was set so now it opened the door for other non-champions to be able to negotiate the same terms nick or nate diaz was the first fighter in ufc history to get a five-round fight in a non-main event Mm -hmm. them holding out and them not changing their i wouldn't say their style or, or their 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 approach not not changing their approach is a better word for it it paid off for them in the long run and they probably took less damage because Lord knows when they fight, they take <laughs> a lot of fucking damage. Nate more than uh, Nick. Yeah. Well, Nate, I mean, Nick did get his, Nick, his Nick had, forehead shaved yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And there was plastic surgery involved. And Nick has lost so many fights because of uh, doctor stoppages due to cuts. KJ Noons had no business beating Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz would have fought him for four years straight. <laughs> Right and and eventually choked him out in like a KJ minute. Noons. There's a name I forgot all right. about. Robbie right. Lawler has lost uh, the last four, and he's, uh, he's lost five of the last six. So there you go. Last there win was it. against. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I would say Cerrone. I would say a, a fight against a Lawler and then a fight against uh, Masvidal would be ideal. I don't know if Nick would go in and fight his brother's fight. It might be a thing where he feels. That's Nate's beef, and he kind of steers clear of it. But even so, no one knows what Gazelle is anyway. Anyway, I'm I'm real excited about Nick's return. Yeah, I'm I'm actually excited for the fight because you kept calling for it, right? And it makes sense. It's fair for the division. It's not taking anything 17 away. Seventeen years in the making. Yeah, uh, that was. Where I remember that first that fight. Was Joe Rogan ago. remembers that first fight. And that was one of, I wouldn't say that was my first memory of Nick, but it might have been the first time I've ever watched him fight. I just know of Nick doing other things on the internet. You know, I was I was a fan of the UFC before I maybe saw Nick Diaz fight. Right. That was, that was my first time watching Nick Diaz fight, and it was a fucking, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I've been a huge fan of the Diaz brothers since. So we're going to, um, 
we're not going to give predictions on the fight right now because as excited as I am, it's it, Nick has more fights fall out than Nate. So I'm not going to be excited until the way. I think that this one's going to go down. It's got to. Yeah. I, um, I would be really shocked, especially with all the new weed laws in, in uh, the <laughs> yeah. Nevada State Athletic Commission and whatever other commission that they're dealing with. Uh, USADA doesn't even test for weed anymore, right? Nope. Nope. So Nick has got the clearance. That's another thing that everybody could kind of uh, thank Nick for, partially. You know, he's an advocate since day one, and it should have been like that since day one. Imagine Nick Diaz's career if they would have let him smoke weed all the way through. I think we still would have got what we got. Um, Pretty stacked. I wanted to talk a little bit about what you mentioned about the Sugar Show and, and Frankie and Ali. Is I like it, the fight. It, I I don't mind that fight. I, I don't think they're ever going to do it. It's as much as I think. Well, I'm going to start off. By Frankie saying would do it. I don't like Ali, but Ali is fucking smart. He's a really good manager because Frankie, it's a way to get his name back in the news because nobody at the top is going to fight Frankie right now. The guys that are up and coming and not Sugar Show because he already vaulted past these guys in stardom. It's going to be the other guy that's looking to make a name. He's probably mm -hmm. a bigger star right now than Frankie is. As sad as that is to admit, Sugar Show has the uh, the the current MMA fans buzzing more than a Frankie Edgar does. You would admit that. Yeah, but you know the intriguing part to this to me is now you know I love Sugar Show too. When he does that hokey shit, like he's pretending to dribble and stuff like that. It kind of makes you wonder. Frankie shoots in for that takedown. Of course, but well, I don't think he does that against a, uh, a Frankie. That's what I mean. So, like this fight almost makes sense, so we can actually see what Sugar Show can I don't do when think, he really wants to fight. I don't think that they're going to put uh, Sugar Show in there with a wrestler with a big name right now like that. I think that there's a more likely candidate is the Cody fight because you know you're going to get a striking match. So it's a you get to see O'Malley kind of kickbox somebody who's just a straight boxer with a big name. Mm -hmm. And I like that fight for O'Malley. I actually like that fight for Cody. It would be a nice way to for him to leave you know, the UFC. Leave, yeah, good point. But you know, you if if he does take O'Malley out, then he kind of steals that shine a little bit. I don't know what he would do with it, but <laughs> you understand the point. It's just I think oh, that the absolutely. UFC the UFC isn't going to do that matchup, even though O'Malley probably would take that fight because I I think he'd be favored in it and all that. It'd be good money too. Of course, but the, the Cody fight would be a more exciting fight. I'd be more excited for the uh, Cody. I just don't see Cody doing it. He wants it. Does talking he really yeah, want it? I mean, they're talking crazy shit. Yeah, I, that's... Oh, oh, definitely. Well, who else does Cody want to fight? He wants to keep getting knocked out by the top three? At this <laughs> point, he's got he's to gotta, you know work his way back. And what better way? Because like I said, O'Malley's got the fucking fans. He's got the grip right now. He's got Dana White by the balls, we'll call it. Or Tommy would say they got to rocket up O'Malley's ass. And they should because he's he's clearly a star, but Frankie's just too dangerous. And back to the point I was making though about Ali. Ali he, yeah, he is one. He look, I don't believe that whole rat. He, he thing. basically well, I do, but he sets himself into these situations where he he picks out this fighter that he's not managing, like a Connor or O'Malley, and he starts a feud with them, a personal feud with yeah. them because he's got a dozen a you know dozen fighters. He's in got each almost division. every champion. Khabib, yeah. you know, Frankie. Khabib's not the champion, but well. Uh, he represents Henzo, Corey Anderson. You know, he he represents the top talent. You said he's got every champion, and you named a bunch of guys that aren't champions. Well, <laughs> Tommy's a fucking idiot. I'm trying to think off the top of my head everybody else that he has. Well, yeah, uh, it Henry doesn't Zuto. matter. He's got a bunch of fucking fighters. Yeah. Also not a champion. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> he never really lost his belts. He's not a champion. Neither did Khabib. They're just they're not champions. They they're not in the UFC anymore, right? Yeah. If they're they still, had if they came still back, represented by if Ali. they came back, would they be handed the fucking belt or would they have to fight and win? They would get the the first opportunity co- to get their course, belt and win. Of course, of um, course. But yeah, and like the one thing with Ali that I like about him. He'll actually jump into his guys' training camps and spar with them and stuff like that. So, oh, that's so cool. But at least cares about that. I don't. At least care he's about hands that. on. I don't really care about that. How hands on is he? That's the question. He's oh like yeah, he wants I, I would. Lo- We're gonna go. I right? would love to go to that. Obviously, but I don't know. Tommy, maybe Chop go. Sports will send us. Yeah, I guess that what it'll be in two months, three months. I guess I'll be due to spend another thousand dollars on on chops. I'm just saying, only, like, for, only, only for us three though to go to the MSG. Um, it, it could be for this work. This is coming from a guy that fucking. Painted a shitty chalkboard on the wall and then charged me for it. Sent me Venmo requests four days straight. Right? He's like, I wanted to contribute. We just talked about it in there today. Am I wrong, Scoop? No, we did, we just talked about it. I wasn't asking about that. I know I knew that we just talked about it. I'm asking, am I wrong about the shitty job? It's it's not the best. Tommy, am I wrong? I quit. <laughs> Tommy, answer the question. Yes, you're wrong. No, I'm not Ow! wrong. Like that's what happens. Karma. That's fucking no, that's not, that's not what I was going to say. That's not what I was going to say. Trust me. Don't fucking put words in my mouth. Scoop. Otherwise, I'm going to have to take you outside and put on another fucking clinic. But this okay. time it won't be a uh, different sport this time. <laughs> what are we you talking? Play soccer? Yeah, wanna, like roller no. hockey? I said, he said sport. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, all right. So where were we? Uh, Ali. Yeah. Ali. Yeah. Ali's a um, piece of shit rat, but he's a really good manager. And with that said, we're going to go to our second break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Conor McGregor fallout, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Khabib guy. Warren Brumell of Keyport Law has been practicing for over 35 years and is here to help you in your bankruptcy matters. Bankruptcy is a specialized area of law that requires expertise and experience, and Warren brings both. Keyport Law has handled over 10,000 bankruptcy cases. They will make the process simple and provide easy, affordable payment plans. Warren will get creditors off your back, stop the annoying phone calls, and stop the creditors from contacting your neighbors and former employers. Listeners of Chop Sports will get the first interview free. Go to www.keyportlaw.com and fill out the new client intake form, and they will contact you directly. This firm is a debt relief agency helping people file for relief under the bankruptcy code. My goodness. All right, everybody, we are back, and we are getting ready to talk about Conor McGregor and his cavalcade of excuses as to why he's lost another fucking fight. People are asking me, when was the leg broke? Uh, what, at what point did the leg break? Ask Dana White, ask the UFC, ask Dr. Davidson, the, the head doctor of the UFC. They knew I was, my leg, I had a stress fractures in my leg going into that cage. You know, because I was sparring with no shin pads and I was kicking, I kicked the knee a few times. So I had multiple stress fractures in the shin bone above the ankle. And then I have trouble with the ankle anyway, do you know what I mean, throughout the years of fucking fighting all the time. And I also was wrapping my ankle, I was wrapping my ankle every every training session. Because I had the, the damaged leg and I had to adjust my training. I needed to get treatment on my leg. I needed to get treatment on the ankle and I needed to get treatment on the shin bone. Ask Dana. I'm like, listen to what he's saying. And I'm like, wait a minute. How many athletes go through these fights Football, you know, with shin splints, stress fractures. Muay Thai fighters are actually laughing at him at this bullshit excuse. Well, 
the doctor that looked at the MRI, because it wasn't an x-ray, it was an actual MRI that Connor posted, said that there was no fractures or no anything. So <laughs> I don't know. He was like, well, judging by this picture, this particular picture, there's no fracture. This is actually just an MRI and there's slight inflammation on his ankle joint. And I found that to be funny. But then Connor was like, ask Dana. <laughs> He always throws Dana under the bus. Like it's like the thing that Ask they Dana have with each the, other. It's like he's one lies, one lies, the other swears to it. It would be like me saying, "Go ask my mom." When, when I tell text my mom, like, "Yo, you're about to get asked this question." That's when we were 15 years yeah, old. Yeah, like, yeah. Ask my mother. Seriously, <laughs> like, ask her. Oh, I don't know. I asked my mom, and she said I can't sleep over. So I'm texting my mom and be like, "Yo, if I ask you to sleep out tonight, tell them, tell me no." <laughs> you ever pull that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the time. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's look. It was an unfortunate in injury, right? Yeah, and who am I kidding? We were definitely not texting when I was yeah no when I was fifteen not at so, all so that was, was not that was, was a, a lie phone. that was a lie yeah I had to maybe I'd page her or yeah. I'd have her page me but we we used to text we had the with, Nokia phones in high school no 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 well no, maybe not no, you bro who are you no, talking to right old. now yeah. well um, we had we had pagers there was a couple you're people one year older there than was me. a couple people that had the Nokia phone I was when I was in school but it was not me. I could probably yeah, no, I, didn't I barely had a. Phone. I didn't have a phone till I, I was barely 19. had a house phone when yeah. I was growing up. So I, I was one of the snobby rich people, I guess, with a Nokia phone that got smashed at St. John Vianney Fair. Just but we were you know. texting. We were texting with beepers, and it was literally like cracking Morse code, but it was effective. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. we were, we were ninjas. So what were we talking about? <laughs> so, oh, Connor. Yeah. So yeah, it was an unfortunate injury. He stepped back. And he fucking rolled his ankle. Look, this is what could happen if you roll your ankle hard enough. Well, it's it, it sucks. Earlier but the now the good thing about this is that... So now I've got a titanium rod going down the knee, from the knee to my ankle. And the doctor said it's unbreakable. He'll never lose again because... You know, I'm like, I was, I was talking to my physical therapist, Heather, who was with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I was saying, I'm like Arnie and Terminator 2. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was unbreakable. And... Pretty much, so Connor's now a lethal weapon, mm -hmm. and I don't know if the UFC will even sanction him or the the commissions will even sanction Connor at this point. <laughs> like Lex Luger when he right. had the the metal in his forearm that he used it on everybody. <laughs> so so Connor McGregor is um, part cyborg. Basically, what I was gonna say is that Connor McGregor needs to be watched right now because. He shouldn't be tweeting when he's on his meds because he's clearly fucked up. I was going to say Connor's going to have something in the news coming out in the oh, next yeah, couple months. For sure. Uh, he's in a deep, dark place, and then he's, like, super happy. And that just tells me, and I'm not making light of this, but when you are fucking get a titanium rod, as he put it, inserted into your leg, the next couple days are rough. couple days? couple weeks. Rough. Rough. And I'm talking about pain. So the only way that he's lollygagging around on a cart with his leg elevated and he's not in excruciating pain is if he's <laughs> fucked up on morphine. He's going to he's gonna go through... You, you know, you see, it's different with some of these guys because some of these guys and can I, take pain more than others, and, not, and he might not need the, understand the high that. shit. You I know understand what I mean? that, but that was a really bad injury. And hopefully they said it was a clean break, but it was a, supposedly a clean break before he even entered the <laughs> octagon. Yeah, so. right? I mean, a compound fracture is a compound fracture. Yeah, there's no... It, it's going to suck. Yeah, he's got a he's got a, a bunch of different fucking things happening in there with, with, like, getting his strength back and getting his balance back and then eventually having to kick Dustin's ass. <laughs> you know, like, that's the plan, right, Connor? <laughs> well, the, the first time walking is going to be weird. Like, something that you do, have done every single day, your brain can't figure out how to do it because of the pain, uh, the the weak muscle, because there are just it's, a lot it's crazy. Of, there's so many variables that go into Connor coming back. 
And you could even look at the Weidman situation where he's talking about possible, not, not that it's a high possibility, but they're talking about, God forbid, having to amputate because he's not able to get the blood flow to his legs. So there's there's so many layers to, to the recovery when it's it comes to... It's called compartment syndrome. I'm not asking what it was called, but I'm just trying to get to the point, right? There's too many variables. You like how I fucking shred everything Tommy says today? It's Dr. DeJohn over here. Well... I know because yeah, I knows, have the fucking knows, same injury. He knows because he has a shark attack on his leg, <laughs> which we talked which about in the first edit. Um, you've never seen it? No, I never have. I'm well, really excited. We actually. got the cameras rolling. Tommy, <laughs> whip it out. Really? Whoa, no. That sounded like a... Uh, yeah. All right. Might be part of my quotes later. Anyway, actually. anyway. <laughs> his leg was a balloon. <laughs> Yeah, so Connor needs to fucking be watched. And I don't mean watched. I don't think... I'm not going to sit here and predict like a, a drug Suicide addiction. Suicide or something no, no, like no, that. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm talking about his tweets. Because his tweets, you know, they ring a little bit in the MMA community. And when I say a little bit, I mean a lot. So he's coming off like Captain Excuse, looking really, really foolish in the process. And I know it's part promotion with Connor because mm -hmm. he is the evil genius. But, man, I bet you he wish he had some of those tweets back. And some of them were already deleted yeah, uh, you know, and look, you said it best last week. This injury was the best thing that could have happened for Connor because if he got knocked out, which is probably what was going to happen, well, well, he said, it wouldn't have been worth shit. Well, he said everything went to plan, um, everything went perfect. When the angle was sore, I still wouldn't stop training. I used to just train on my back. And that's how I developed those uh, those ground and pound shots from the back. That's why I dust them back the way. When we were on, when he was on top of me, and I was landing the up kicks and the elbows and all, it's a horrible place to be in. When someone, when you're against someone like me, you can't land. It takes so much effort to try and land shots from your top position, and while you're trying to do that and you're losing your energy, you're getting lumped over by downward elbows and vicious up kicks. And, and I know that this is going to sound like Connor fanboy, and part of it is potentially me admitting that, but Connor really does do good work off the bottom. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, he does have the elbows, and he really he made Mendez pay with the elbows. He even kind of hit Khabib with a few good elbows from the bottom. Khabib's just built different. He did land a lot of good elbows on Poye's face. Poye had a couple, you know, Poye's face almost looked a little worse than Connor's in the next on the next day and i'm not i'm not saying that how uh, had connor's leg look as uh, opposed yeah, yeah, to yeah, poirier's yeah. yeah so that's <laughs> i'm not and i'm not saying that connor won that round or did anything yeah, significant i'm saying still wasn't a 10-8 round but i'm saying i'm just trying to allude to the fact that connor is delusional enough to believe that he dominated that round he said that because of the way he trained with the broke ankle that he he trained on his back a lot, and he developed this ground vicious ground and pound from his back. This is things that he's saying I, with a straight face. I think he's Deontay Wilder's best friend. Connor really believes the things that he's saying are true, that Dustin backed off of him because he was getting hurt, and it's a terrible position to be in, is on top of Connor McGregor <laughs> dropping elbows. <laughs> Actually hilarious, and it's part of the reason why I fucking love Connor so much, because he never stops. Is he going over the fucking line a little bit, little by, bit. by saying he's going to kill your fucking wife in her sleep? A <laughs> little bit. But I'll tell you this. Dustin probably wants to fight Connor again because of it. Do you think that's Connor's, God forbid, his next opponent in 2022? It, well, I mean, no. He's got to fight uh, RDA. It depends on what happens. There's a Diaz fight in the, in the waiting. I think that that's the one that we get. If we get Connor back, it's not going to be somebody that's going to kick his leg. It's going to be Diaz. He's going to box him. If Connor decides to shoot on Diaz, the fight will go to the ground. But 
Diaz will just sit there and box him. And, and Connor gets the hugest payday of his career in his return fight, uh, other than the Floyd fight. And and maybe we see a Connor send off because I think Nate pieces Connor up at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if Poirier has the belt, if he ends up beating Oliveira before Connor comes back, we oh, don't see that this fourth is fight. That I wanted to talk about, and I want to touch on it really quick. Do you think, obviously, you see the Poirier and Oliveira fight happening, right? Yeah. I don't know if that's such a guarantee. Did they announce that yet? Why is that not announced yet? I mean, it's it's in talks. It's in talks. It, it's gonna, I think it's going to happen. I think Dustin was kind of waiting to see how long it's going to be for Connor. It, it's going to be a bit. So No, no. I think, I think Dustin would potentially fight Nate Diaz. Like, I think Dustin Poirier proved that he's kind of bucking the system and really doesn't give a shit about winning a championship. He's arguably one of the top 10 fighters in UFC history right now. Mm-hmm. And I know that people are looking at well, me crazy. Lightweight. Well, you look at his resume. Bro, Dustin's resume is really, really good. Really good. All right. He got 11 wins, and, and I think his only guy he's lost to at lightweight is who? Khabib. Right? Has he lost to anybody else at lightweight? No. Right? So we're talking about a guy that's really, yeah, really, the really, Eddie really, Al- really well, good. The Eddie Alvarez fight, was that, a, was that ruled a no contest, the yeah, first fight? It was. Yeah. Yeah. The legal knees. Yeah. And Poirier was winning that winning fight. Winning that fight. Mm-hmm. So... I think we might see Nate versus Poirier before Poirier takes the Oliveira fight just because, like I said, he's bucking the system, and why not just be a prize fighter and show everybody that just go for the money. You know, you win the money fights and you become a fucking superstar. You win a belt and you become Kamaru Usman, and nobody gives a shit about fighting you, really. Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I, that could definitely happen. I just see Dana pushing for the Oliveira This is fight. one of those situations where I don't actually believe it's going to happen, but I'm saying it. So if it does happen, I could be like, bro, I said it. Yeah. I told you. But, but it's not right. out of the realm of possibility, right? Because it's no, these it's guys are, they've all they, bucked the they've system. They've been signed to fight in the past. I'm pretty sure they even had a face-off at one point or another. Did they or not? It was like a press conference face-off that they did? I don't know. Maybe it was some fucking Photoshop thing that I saw. But or maybe it was like UFC 4. <laughs> no, no, no. This was, um, this was like pre-pandemic. Uh, Nate was supposed to fight Dustin for for a fact, for a fact, and then Nate pulled. You out. might be right. Nate didn't pull out. He just said, "I never signed the fucking contract." It was one of those like. I nah, think that might have that might have been that thing. Yeah. Don't don't say it might have been. I know for a fact. Well, I'm were, trying to remember fight each other. All right, we're gonna get right into it now because that was a little impromptu segment that I didn't really expect to have. UFC Fight Night, uh, the Apex. What do you want to do? The the Stevens. I don't yeah. really want to talk about Stevens. <laughs> His arm was, it was broke. yeah. It was it was quick, right? We'll talk about the Stevens fight is about as fast as it lasted. Yeah, so we'll go over about thirty seconds of it. Well, like the the funny thing to me with that fight was, so now you know your opponent. Now, if you're Stevens, you know your opponent is a ground wizard, right? Yeah. Why are you trying the Kimura to sweep when you know it's a very very low percentage sweep with somebody who knows what the hell they're doing, and that's what happened. I think that's the. Typically, the the case with Stevens, he's just not smart in there. No, he gets very very emotional, and I'm not. I hate when I talk about guys that fight. But that Kamora that got fi- they're thinking like that Kamora that he got finished with. You don't see that in the cage. He had the leg over the head. Like that's something you see like in gi jujitsu. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was textbook textbook. Shout out to 
technique. Jeremy Stevens for tapping and not <laughs> giving us all that fucking Shout terrible, Shout out for ugly, his fifth injury. loss in a row, and it's time to move on. Oh, dude. J- Jeremy Stevens' Jeremy Stevens career, is a career UFC guy. His yeah. career in the UFC is just like San Francisco. Scoop. Up and down Scoop, and full of shit. sound like fucking AJ bashing Donald Cerrone. And I know... I, no, I'm saying move on with the segment because it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And Scoop, you are 100% right. So now we are going to talk about Misha Cupcake Tate versus... What's her name? Maureen Renault. Maureen Renault. I always want to say Manon Rayum, the, the female female hockey player from the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> I am a huge Tampa Bay Lightning fan, are. by Scott, the way. Scott, yeah, Scott all Stevens. of a sudden. You're a big Stevens fan. Um, no, Stamkos. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Stevens wow, played for the Devils. Scott your Stevens. favorite team. I am a mess. You are a mess. <laughs> Scott Stevens did Scott not play Stevens. for the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning. Anyway, nobody cares about hockey, guys. Not even me, and I'm a huge fan. So... <laughs> Um, okay, so Misha Tate. Misha Tate. Yeah, she beat a 44-year-old. Congrats. Yeah, you see, it, that's kind of where I was going. Nothing against Ma- Maureen Renault, right? She started at 36 years old. They told her she'd never make it to the UFC. She made it to the she UFC. She had a really solid career. She's never been uh she, She's been on been a huge out. skid. I mean, everybody's on a huge skid in the female division at this point. Yeah, but so they bring Misha Tate in there. Misha Tate's the first one to finish her. The girl has a 9-8 nine, nine and eight record now. So she had nine and seven record going into Misha Tate. Like I said, she had a a, a nice UFC career. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, she she went I'd out kill to be nine and eight. That's like I, I guess she went like out Nate on a high Diaz. note because like she Nate probably Diaz record. But she probably made some money because she was fighting Misha, right? Where does Misha go from here? In a very very shallow women's division, pretty much she gets to call her shot. Other than the title fight, I would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, she's not going to beat Amanda Nunes. Oh no, no. She, she said she wants to fight Holly Holm again. It was a little strange that uh, Paul Felder kept talking about that she's still nursing, lactating after a year having her child. Right, wait, she's still feeding her child from the tap. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so yeah, that was weird. Uh, now this show is weird, but it's all good. Back to the fight. <laughs> Cookies and milf. <laughs> Tommy's such a fucking dork. All right, so. I you I guess you can say she looked good because you guys just trashed your opponent for fucking twenty minutes, but she did what she was supposed to do in there, yeah. and she went in and she finished with strikes. She could have finished her with however she wanted. I thought, yeah, you know, she she really did get touched up early on the feet though. She kind of it's it's kind of a scary thought to see what she would do against a Shevchenko in there or or like dead, absolutely dead. dead. <laughs> it would be awful. Nunez would finish her in well, under has, two minutes. Nunes under what? Since- under two minutes? Of of course you would, dude. <laughs> Fucking! I think she did finish her in under two minutes like five years ago. No, that, that's how she won the belt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She beat Misha Tate for the belt and that's finished right. her immediately. It was like less. That than was at two hundred five, right? When she retired, it was at you. Oh no, Tommy! They fought at one thirty-five. <laughs> 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 Even though Nunez is big, she's not a light heavyweight. No, UFC two hundred five. I know, Tommy. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> All right. These episodes are fucking off the wall. <laughs> I love it, though. Um, so back to the fights. And I guess Misha Tate looked good. We, what's next for Misha Tate? We don't know. The Holly Holm one works. Probably Holly Holm. If not Holly Holm, maybe some other uh, veteran. The Holly Holm one works because I want to see Holly get that one back. She lost that in the closing. Um, nobody cares why you think it works, Tommy. It works because that's where they're both at in their career. Tommy's here fangirling for fucking Holly Holm. I'm not a Misha Tate fan, really. And, I mean, Holly Holm lost that because she ran out of gas because she was dominating that entire fight. All right. Holly Holm's also almost 40. 
it's we need some new female. And she's not lactating. So, so why don't we talk about the Khabib guy now? I don't know why you don't it, like him. Islam. Why would why would somebody really like him? What's likable about him besides the fact that I acknowledge he's a really good fighter? That out of the way, why do you like him? <laughs> That's a better question. Because he's he's an advanced form of Khabib. He's good on his feet. Wait, Ad- advanced Wait. form. He's good like on his better. feet. Like you mean better on his feet? Absolutely, absolutely. On his feet, he's better than Khabib was. It doesn't matter. He's not, he's who not you, better than Khabib. So Khabib far? would fucking maul him if they fought. Well, yeah. Advanced well, this, advanced that. There's been plenty of guys that are better than than Khabib on the feet. That's kind of why <laughs> it I doesn't wonder. Really matter. That's kind of why I wonder if Khabib stepped off because he knew this kid was on the come up. Khabib already beat everybody. I think there's part of it, but this guy's. Hasn't fought a top 15 opponent yet, so on the come-up where? I'm tired of hearing it, and if everybody talks about O'Malley, including me, not fighting stiff competition. This guy's ranked number nine in the UFC right now, and this is what I was talking about about your rundown. Is he finally going to fight a top 15 guy? Bro, he hasn't fought a top 15 guy in his career. Well, what until now. And he's nine. Yeah, no, but he what still they, didn't. Moises was no. 14. Was he? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't uh, know about that. This morning... I saw. Well, why don't you fucking look? I I know. I don't need to look. Well, look anyway. For this me, morning, I, I saw it. on Instagram that they're trying to push a fight between him and Ferguson. Well, that's not fair to Tony Ferguson at this point. <laughs> like, that's not right. You know, come on. Let's. I would see an RDA fight. Uh, Islam against. Yeah, RDA is still ranked number three in like. I can't believe that. Uh, Khabib guy against RDA. You want to jump seven spots and be the ninth fighter? And everybody thinks you're the next best thing. Prove it. It's time. I don't want to see him fucking beat a couple of aging vets. I, I hear what you're saying, but the, all they kept talking about was that nobody wants to fight him. Well, 14. So the 14th ranked uh, UFC lightweight wanted to fight him, right? Yeah. And it was a boring fight. I'm it, sorry to it say. It was a boring fight. It was not an exciting fight. Even the finish was like, all right, already, and do it already. <laughs> Just get this shit the fuck over <laughs> the with. The strikes are 148 to 18. Wow, because he fought a guy that isn't a fucking striker. It, it was lame. Lame. He's, I, de- he's a decent striker for, you know, a Dagestani wrestler, you know, trained no, by Khabib's father look, and he's, Khabib. He's, he's a class above the, the, the guy he fought yesterday. The guy that he fought yesterday, Moises, is a pure jujitsu guy. And he's not he's he's a tough fighter, but he's not gonna beat him standing up, and you're not gonna beat that guy in a grappling exchange if if you're not a wrestler. You, you you're not gonna fucking submit him with some with some funky shit. It's just not gonna happen. He's too solid for that. And, and the one thing that was really working well for, for Makiev was the feints were actually. Who the fuck working. is Makiev? Islam Makiev. Oh, all right. Oh, you, you want me to call him the Khabib guy yeah, for you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm his, his, I got confused for a second though. His really feints were working really well. Uh, Moises was was buying into his feints, just like what you talked about when Khabib was fighting Connor. That anything Khabib did on the feet was going to mess with Connor because the threat for the takedowns always there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's another thing with thing. this kid, but this kid can actually throw high kicks. He's got good combinations, so it, it's going to be interesting to see. So you just like the fact that he's a good fighter, but what yeah. do you like about him? He's Khabib's protege. Just because he's Khabib's protege is why you like him and because he's a good fighter. I think he's probably the most boring fighter in the history of the roster. You said that about Khabib too. No, no, no. Khabib is hilarious. This guy, put a mic in front of him and he doesn't even know what the fuck to say. I'll give him a little bit. How, how long is a little bit? 
I hope Tony Ferguson messes him up next. Tony Ferguson's not fighting I him hope right he now. That would be a stupid next. mistake. Tony Ferguson needs to fight. Uh, <laughs> needs to fight Cerrone. Yeah, right. <laughs> and even if Tony Ferguson did get that fight, he wouldn't come close to winning that. I fight. I said I hope. I hope. Scoop's fucked up right now. Yeah, hammered. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, which guy? Khabib Junior. Oh, Khabib guy. All right, me and Scoop are on the same page, but I don't know. I I think it should be. RDA, if you're looking at the other guys, it does nothing excites me. There's nobody that's going to be able to build a name for themselves off of beating this guy that's a little above them, you know, or a little below them, I should say. Nobody's going to be able to build a name beating a guy that's ranked ninth. Islam can't move up after beating the 14th guy as his only win in the top 15. He's got to pretty much stay at nine. Is he going to, he's not going to jump past Connor because Connor's got a titanium rod in his leg now. <laughs> Who's eighth? Scoop? Oh, probably Ben Dan, Anderson still. Dan Hooker? Dan Hooker. That's a good one. We keep forgetting about Chandler being up there, too. All right, uh, He's so fourth. Honestly, Islam Makachev against Chandler. That's probably the best fight. I'm because they're that. both grapplers, both not afraid to stand and trade. I'm good with that. Right? What, where's Chandler ranked? Fifth? Sixth? Fourth? Fourth. Why is he ranked so high? He's, he's 0-1. He was ranked. <laughs> or 1-1. One one. He was ranked one when he got the, you know what I mean? All right, we're all over the place at this point. Are we not? It all ties in. It's it's it the lightweight it division. So so if we could get a rundown real quick. So right now the champion is Oliveira. Number one ranked is Dustin. Dustin. Two. Gaethy. Gaethy. Give me the fucking <laughs> rankings. I'm gonna read the rankings off right now. All right, Tommy, you got the rankings over there. Why don't you read the rankings for us? All right, so obviously the champ is Charles Oliveira. Number one. Number one is Dustin Poirier. Two, Justin Gaethje. Three, Benil Dariush. Four, Michael Chandler. Fifth is Tony Ferguson. Sixth is Rafael Dos Anjos. Seven is McGregor. Eighth is Dan Hooker. And ninth is Islam Makachev. So, if he fights either Dos Anjos or Tony Ferguson, they make sense. Yeah, so Dos Anjos is the fight, I would say. I was right all along. And then when you guys told me that he was third, I was like, no fucking way. And you know what? There is the backstory to what Dos Anjos had done to him by Khabib when they fought, when Khabib ragdolled the shit out of him. So now the Khabib protege to go up against Dos Anjos. But he's like Khabib 2.0. He's better than Khabib. Right, Tommy? His stand-up is. All right. Leaps and bounds. When Tommy starts saying that the Khabib protege, the Khabib guy, is better than Khabib himself, that's when we that's know. Up. That's when you know <laughs> that it's time to fucking end the episode because we probably have like two hours on there. That well, I wait, cut don't up. we have? Uh, we could do it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do Scoop's game. All right, let's go. And then we're done so, with the episode. So <laughs> that's not a game. So uh, what do you want to do? Just read it out, and whoever gets it first, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's we do, each let's get a chance a to answer it. Uh, let's do one. His face is a magnet to crotches. There's a heavy price to pay for that. This crotch ain't for dudes. Masvidal. Masvidal. Very good. I gotta have a ding, ding, ding here. Uh, when I started, I used to go off just instincts. Then they took headbutts away, so I had to learn some skills. Mark Coleman. Mark fucking Coleman. I would have said Mark Kerr. <laughs> Me and Jesus are cool. I'm cool with all the gods. Gods recognize gods. Connor. Co I was gonna say <laughs> fucker. <laughs> uh, couple more. We don't vote them off. We fucking beat them off. Dana White. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win. I'm going to beat you into living death. Ken Shamrock. <laughs> you can't win I got, still. I think I got it. three more. 
So oh, you said still, five. No, I got a couple oh, more. Now he can win. There's three things in life that excite me. A woman, dinosaurs, and the violence of the octagon. Forrest Griffin? It's not Forrest Griffin. Stephen Bonner? He's Canadian. <laughs> George St. Pierre? George St. Pierre. That's, that That's it. Count. He that said that on the Joe Rogan show. That doesn't count for anything, though. And uh, I think I got one more. He went from three. He did one. Now there's one. You're a fucking idiot, Scoop. Actually, on the contrary, my MMA career has gotten in the way of my weed smoking. Nick Sugar Diaz? Smoke. Nick Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> Since we were just talking about oh, Tied up. You don't have a tiebreaker? And how did I not get the yeah, Nick Diaz I, I, one? Actually, I thought that was a trick question. I have a tiebreaker. You here. said it unsure of yourself. So I was like, yeah. So Joe Rogan interviewed someone. Your shoulder, is that what you meant? He wanted to clarify something. Mike Goldberg. And no. And he responded, the you labia. Can't, you can't answer anymore. You got your, you got your, that's it. Mike Goldberg. Uh, and then he answered the labia. Tommy, who was it? Tyron Woodley. It is not Tyron Woodley. Yes, it was. You, you're such a fucking idiot. It's you, Glover Teixeira. It's Teixeira, but. Teixeira. Jesus Christ, you guys. So we're tied to three. Terrible All right, one more then. I'm the oldest I've ever been right now. I started off so hot. <laughs> that is me. It's Tim Sylvia. Oh, my God. These are bad ones. Scoop, you're banned from doing this segment again. I'm it was to, a good segment. It was a good segment, but the last... So, wait, the, it was banned because you couldn't get it right. No, because you. I said, are they relevant people before. They're relevant people. You're talking about Tim Sylvia. The only thing that he did relevant was, like, the dating show. Did everybody ever see that? <laughs> yeah, I think for, for us to do this next time, we got to have multiple choice. That's easier. I don't know. You have to. All right, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm done talking to fucking Scoop about his stupid quotes. Tommy's annoying me because he's talking like multiple choices are actual fucking thing in a game show where there's two people competing against each other. There's not. Unless there's a game show that you could think of. No, no. I got uh, but there's, there you go. But it's not, comp- it's not against somebody. All right. Uh, Poirier's charity is The Good Fight. Wild Fury is October 9th. Uh, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley is August 29th, if you're interested in that at all. Yeah, that got postponed. What was it? All right. COVID, right. If you want to support Chop Sports, go on chopsportsmedia.com. <laughs> Scoop, shut the fuck up. Tommy, shut the fuck up. Also, if you really want to support Chop Sports, like I said earlier, go on chopsports.shop and buy some gear. There's some Chop Heads MMA shirts, a little bit of that sword play. Right? We got... The Jersey Boys podcast shirt, even though they're uh, fake and they won't come on our network, we do sell their shirts on our on our store, so you could buy those and you could support even my Packers podcast that I've been saying that I'm going to start for fucking six months and I've still yet to drop an episode, but that trailer's doing good. <laughs> Tommy, you got anything else for us? Uh, just keep make sure you keep going out to uh, fightbookmma.com. Check out Sitting Ringside with Roberto Villa and, of course... Pride Rules MMA with myself and uh, Tyler King and Rudy Lara. Also, listen to all of our fucking shows. There's Every single of one of them. There's nine of them or ten of them. I think there's nine because I'm supposed to be the tenth. And Dave's supposed to be the eleventh, but, you know. Dave comes, I, I was Dave, told to shut the fuck up, so I haven't said yeah, it. Like, but then there, the that, yet here you are. <laughs> yet here he is talking again. 1.8 million that buy rate for the pay-per-view second all time. Well, that's what Scoop wanted to Connor say before said. I shut him the fuck up. Shout out to Hawaii Mike going holistic on the, the weed smoke. My goodness. Ugh. All right, everybody. We are back and that we was, are getting. That was so fucking annoying. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. No. Yeah.